Good morning. Welcome to the Real Real Estate Show. And this is, I'm your host, Grace Warren from Howard Hanna Rand Realty, along with Brenda Wiley with Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Good morning. Good morning. It seems like a little bit of an overcast day today, but I'll take it. No rain. I'm in. <laughs> it rained last night, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so, how has your week been? My week was um, interesting. I was away. I was traveling. I got back from vacation uh, late Tuesday night. So I hopped back on the horse on Wednesday and um, had a couple of appointments and just did a lot of follow up. I feel like this time of year, it's just like reaching out to people that are maybe taking a break from house hunting and just getting in touch with my network. Like, yeah. hi, happy, you know, the holidays. A lot know? of people are trying to enjoy uh, the getting ready for the upcoming holidays mm -hmm. and it's uh, it always quiets down this time of year, which I you know I kind of like take that, and then you know we do some planning for next year. I yep. know everybody in our office is doing their um their the business plans, their business plans mm -hmm. for next year, and it's sort of like you know we start thinking about what we're gonna do um, then, and and hopefully the market's gonna stay positive like it has been, and maybe it'll start to even out a little bit. I don't know, but um. If you'd like to give us a call, we're at 845-651-1110 and then or you can text us at 845-328-0886. Either way, you can um, contact us if you have any real estate questions today. And uh, yeah, this week was um, I seem to be walking a lot of land this week. Ah. <laughs> That's what I was doing. Showed a couple of houses, do, don't have a lot of um Oops, sorry. Never didn't put my phone on. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> usually remember to do that. But um, anyway, so, I, you know, I, I was walking land, which is kind of crazy to do right now, just because it's hunting season. Well, yeah, you definitely want to be careful. Because people still hunt around here. And I know I've been hearing shots around my house. Mm hmm. I don't know in Greenwood Lake where you're in your neck of the woods if you hear shots. Probably not. Not so much of, in the village. Not a lot of open space there. Right, but behind the mountains off 17A by Sterling. I mean, I don't know if people maybe don't have permits or have permits, but I once in a blue will hear it. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's sort of like, you know, it, it makes it not a good time. It's a good time because there's no vegetation growing now, mm -hmm. so it's easy to see it. Yeah. But it's not, you know, you better make sure you're wearing something bright out there. And I don't suggest people go out there right now. I'm kind of for the next two weeks. When when does hunting season end? Sometime in December. I thought I it think. was early early December. Yeah, I think so. I won't. I'm not going to go out until that's if that's done. I, I'm done for for now. But but you know what, Grace, you bring up a good point. You know, especially for people, let's say that are looking to buy land. You know, you think, okay, there's no house. I don't need a combo code or a key to get in, right? You should think about that. You know, be careful. Don't just roll up on somebody. Yeah, don't walk on people's don't land walk on to look at land right now yeah. because it's it's just a dangerous time yeah, to do good that. Good point. But um, besides that, um, I you know we were talking you and I about um, my chickens. I lost a chicken last week, so, so I was sad. upset, and I had to send the chicken to Cornell and to find out what was wrong with it. And apparently, chickens can get a virus that 
people cannot get, which thankfully that's that's the case. And it looks like my chicken had this virus, and I'm not sure if it's because I had added four chickens to my flock and maybe they had the maybe virus. Maybe one of them had it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and those chickens seem to be doing fine, but they may have an immunity to it. Mm-hmm. And my uh, other chickens are the ones that have been dying. I've lost three chickens. So sad. So yeah, it's kind of sad. What, you know, luckily it doesn't affect their, you know, um, the chickens that are there may have the virus at this point, but they may have built up an immunity because mm-hmm. the rest of them seem fine. And you can still eat the eggs. And they were like, you can still eat the meat. I'm like, well, I'm not eating my chickens anyway. Right. Yeah. No, just, thank you. I can't. Like, it's it's not that, I, you know, I eat chicken. I just don't eat my chickens. Yeah. Well, I think that's a fit. You know, it's kind of like people that have like little pigs, you know. I see them all the time. I talk to them. I'm They're your chickens. They're eat my pets. I can't. I don't think I can eat them. I mean, I suppose if I was starving, I would eat them, but I'm not going to eat them at this point. Yeah. A little episode of The Walking Dead or something, you know, like <laughs> no choice. Survival of the fittest. <laughs> so I did see a really, really interesting home this week, which was an older home on 60, 65 acres, something like that. Oh, wow. It Where? Was built, it was right in Warwick. Wow. Um, and it, it's not my listing. It's somebody else's listing, but it was a really, really cool house. And, um, you know, that was my, my client really liked it. You know, they're, they have things they want to do with it, but I, you know, we haven't made an offer or anything on it. So I don't want to give anything away, but it's, yeah. a, it's a pretty I cool. I love older houses. So, yeah. so do I. And yeah. this one has a ton of character and it's on a huge parcel, which is unusual because most of the time the older homes are like within the village yeah, and they have smaller lots this one has a huge lot with a barn on it and a nice guest house and you know so it was it was cool so that was one of the things i saw today that was that's worth noting not today this last week yeah and um yeah i think people are starting to quiet down Mm-hmm. Right, don't you think? Yeah, I think so. And and that's why I'm just, you know, just staying in front of, you know, people I've been working with. And it's a fine line also. I, it's not my style to be pushy. <laughs> you know, I'm definitely assertive, but, you know, it's just it, people don't want to be talked at or sold to, especially no. when you're thinking about Thanksgiving and, you know. You know, I think the it's good for us to be assertive when we're representing somebody. Of course. Right. But, you know, not not to the people that we're representing because they want to feel like we're part of a team. And and that's how I look at it as being part of a team when I'm working with a client, whether they're a seller or they're a buyer, that I'm, you know, I'm their team. I'm not like trying to talk them into something. Right. I'm trying to find what's right for them, what's what's going to work for their, their lifestyle, their family or whatever it is. That's what my goal typically would be. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So we're going to have some conversations today about Land. Land. And we're going to talk a little bit about tiny houses, which I am obsessed with. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a lot of stuff on TV about that, too. Yeah, they're just they're so cute. (laughs) So we'll talk about that. And then I think we're going to talk a little bit about our market share. Mm -hmm. And um, what else do I have on my list here? I can't remember now. Oh, luxury portfolios. Maybe we're going to if we have time, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that, too. And just, oh, some of the things that we are uh, doing as a company, Howard Hanna, for the holiday season, which is kind of fun. So we'll talk about those things, too. And we have a lot. We have a lot to get to. So I don't know. I don't really want to start on this. um, Well, I guess here's the thing. 
Mm-hmm. Why are you obsessed with tiny houses right now? What happened this past week? Well, when I was traveling, I was away. I went to uh, Asheville and I was in North Carolina, Blue Ridge Mountains, did some hiking. And as an Airbnb host, I'm always curious to see and stay in Airbnbs. Like, what are they doing? Like, mm-hmm. what is so unique? So I found this really cute little tiny house. There were a few and there were alpacas and billy goats and, <laughs> billy you know, goats. and I'm like difference between billy goats and I, regular goats. I think the billies, the billies, I think they have like little things. Does that like mean the that hair. they're a male goat? Is a billy goat a male goat? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm not really a goatologist per se, but you know, <laughs> but they have these like little, like, you know, yeah, little, chin, yeah, chin. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I message and they were like, listen, you know, you're you to feed the alpaca. I'm like, oh, sign me up. I'm in. I'm like, I don't care. The house is small. Great. Does it have a bathroom and a coffee pot? I'm good. Does you it know? have a bathroom? Of course it had a bathroom. Oh. I had to just confirm the criteria. So, <laughs> so I stay there and I'm like, this is really great. And then to combine it, of course, with my love of animals, like it was just awesome. I was just hanging out literally in the middle of like where they hang, you know, their little barn area. And I'm like, come on guys, you know? So um, it got me thinking, you know, wow, this is this is pretty cool. You know, I, I got back to this dream, you know, because I had mm-hmm. stayed in a tiny house like when it was first all the rage a few years ago. I was like, yeah, I don't know about this. But then when I got back, I had a, a buyer consultation appointment and the woman, um, she's lovely, she's a local business owner in Greenwood Lake. And we sit down. She's like, you know, I've just been thinking I'm looking to buy land and I want to build. And I looked at her and I go, a tiny house. <laughs> and she's like, well, yeah, she's like, I realize I just don't need much. I'm fine with this. And I'm like, OMG, like this is amazing. So now this is my wheels are turning here, people, you know, (laughs) I'm all about it. (laughs) Yeah, um, it's definitely an interesting concept. I'm not sure I could do it. I have too much crap. Right, right. (laughs) But, you know, maybe like a like a little second getaway or something, you know. Sure. Um, Yeah, I have like a little uh, cabin. We call it a cabin in our woods. Yeah, it's um and I use it for, you know, I can work in it if I want to. But it was there before I purchased my property. Oh. So it was there always. And it's really not a cabin. There's no bathroom in it or anything. But we Any have, heat or electric? Well, we have a wood stove in there. Oh, well, that, that counts. You know, um, but anyway, so we're going to take a quick break. And then we're going to get back to all of that fun stuff about tiny houses and land and, you know, whatever else we, we, we think about talking about today. Yay! This is Brenda Wiley with Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Looking for a weekend getaway, a year-round retreat, or maybe you're considering selling. I'll help to bring your vision to a reality. Enjoy four seasons of lakefront living on Greenwood Lake. Go fishing, swimming, and boating all summer long. And when fall arrives, go apple picking, hiking, or skiing on Mount Peter. Visit brendabwiley.randrealty.com and let's find the home of your dreams. Pillar to Post Home Inspectors is your number one choice when buying or selling a home in the Hudson Valley. Pillar to Post Inspectors are experienced, informative, and very knowledgeable. We will examine the structure, plumbing, heating, cooling, and electrical systems. Our thorough inspection will identify important factors, which may save buku dollars when making a home purchase. For more information or to schedule your home inspection, call the owner, David Wilner, at 845-610-5366. Visit PillarToPost.com backslash David Wilner. 
Chris Steritz has been an award-winning associate broker for more than 28 years. Chris's vast knowledge of Orange County ensures that your goals will be met whether you are a buyer or a seller, and she will help with your home inspection, mortgage, and appraisal process. She's also a specialist in corporate relocation, and the home inventory on her website is always current. For more information or to contact Chris, visit chrissteritz.randrealty.com. Hi, this is Tom Lovelace. Join me and my guest every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. for the Lovelace Music Experience. Exciting interviews and great music from every genre, right here, playing the best music. Hi, this is Taylor. Have your second cup of coffee with me every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Learn the latest in news, gossip, health, entertainment, and of course, all about animals. Radio worth listening to. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to the Real Real Estate Show. This is Grace Warren from Howard Hanna Rand Realty and Brenda Wiley, also Howard Hanna Rand Realty. And you're listening to WTBQ Radio Worth Listening To, and that is at 93.5 and 110 AM. So phone number 845 651 one 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 zero, and if you're local, you have to dial eight four five now, which is a real annoyance for me. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like I always do that anyway. But you I didn't from your house phone because well, you don't have Grace, a house. Phone, I don't have a but house. I still phone. have a house phone, and my my elderly mother has a house phone, and that's yeah, how that's she important. Calls, and she's been so confused over the whole thing. I don't know why they had to do that, but whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, tiny houses, yeah. So what'd you find out? Yeah. So in doing just, you know, some basic research and of course, you know, anything that I get addicted to iced coffees, you know, I have, I have, I have my things people. Um, And so now I'm on this like tiny house kick. So, you know, a a couple of things you want to think about, you know, if you are looking, let's say to buy land, right. You walked land this weekend. You want to, you want to make sure that wherever you're looking, you know, the town, the village, the ordinance, whatever, you want to find out what the rules are to build a structure. And there are lots of parcels that maybe you can't get running water or you can't, you know, set up a septic system. So that's really important. You want to look at is this land engineered? Um, or if it's raw land, whether it can be engineered. Re- exactly, exactly. And typically you're paying a lot less for raw land than you would for an engineered piece because it's expensive to do the engineering. It, it is. It, it definitely is. And then you have to submit everything, get approved. But it's not so easy as just like, oh, let me go buy this, you know, six acres. I'm going to throw a tiny house on there and maybe I'll do Airbnb. It'll cover the cost. You know, there, there's a lot of legwork that, mm-hmm. that goes into this. And and, you know, the other thing, too, is you want to make sure that, you know, from a budget standpoint, what type of tiny house you're designing, right? Is it just going to be like a little cabin? Is it going to be geothermal? Is it going to have, you know, environmental, you know, whatever? Um, and all and, those things can you know, add and up. And there's differences between doing like a stick build on site yep. home based or, or um, having something that's prefabricated. Right. Exactly. Because there's a lot of prefabricated things that you can buy now. There is, and the modular homes, and and that's another thing too. I was working with another set of buyers, and uh, and they were like, "Yeah, we're we're just gonna have a modular home." And I said, "Well, the cost of lumber," and this was maybe five months ago. Um, you know, maybe you should either wait it out or buy the land, right, and just wait until the prices start to go down on some of these materials. And and, and good luck have. getting a builder. They have, they have, they have gone down. Um, not certainly not where it was, but so these are all things you you want to think about. But um, yeah, you know, um, 
I, my, my son was so, and still is, so interested in uh, building a structure out of a shipping container or more than one shipping container. So, I, you know, he's like, I want to build a shipping container um, shed, garage on our property, mom. Like, this will be the coolest thing. We can do this. I'm thinking, oh, that sounds really terrible. But he thinks it's a great idea. So I actually called the um, the town of Warwick to ask them about that. And you are not allowed to do that. But I have seen these people who have built these like homes, they put multiple shipping containers together mm. and they build homes out of them. They put a roof on it and it's really kind of like you, by the time it's done, you don't really even know it's a shipping container. However, you're limited as to the size of what it can be. So the rooms are like maybe 10 feet wide. Mm. So they're narrow, narrow spaces and long. So I don't know, but the town of Warwick doesn't allow for it. I don't know anybody in the county right now. I haven't checked that would. Yeah, I think you have to go like up upstate. Yeah, <laughs> like probably. Way, way up. Probably. <laughs> um, where no one will find you or see you or hear you. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dream, actually. <laughs> um, but that is, you know, one of the one of the pro tiny home arguments is that, you know, you can travel with it, right? Especially the ones that. You're able to just kind of set up, drop it, you know, maybe you rent a campsite. Um, in fact, where my camper is up in the Catskills, um, I have actually, there's a bunch of little tiny house rentals there. And that was the other thing that put a bug in my ear this summer. I said, wow, they're really making some good money. And literally a whole family will roll up. And I'm like, huh? You know, their dog, two so kids. So is it like a camper? Well, no. Or so these like, are actually on wheels. These are actually small homes that are they're They're not on wheels. So it's sort of like a mobile home. It's well, it's like a double wide or something. No, it's literally a tiny house. And it's like on like cinder blocks. You know, it's raised up and it's treated kind of like a camper. It's got, you know, the septic thing and everything. But you hook into. they move them around. So when I in the beginning of the summer um, at the campsite, there was just one. Mm -hmm. By the end of the summer, because they were probably like, cha-ching, we're making money here, right? People love the experience. Mm -hmm. So they were renting and they added three more. And I remember I was giving directions to my girlfriends coming up to the campsite. I said, yeah, by the pool, you're going to make a left by the tiny house. But I didn't realize that, that that morning they had put two other tiny houses. So my <laughs> girlfriends are driving around. There's no phone service. They're like, we don't understand. I'm like, oh, my gosh, they've increased. But, um, you know, there's certainly money to be made there, whether you're looking for your own or just an investment. And again, you have to check every wherever you're listening from if you want to do this, whether or not the town is even going to allow you to do that. Because I don't know that... In Warwick, you can put something that you can wheel around. I don't think so. I mean, can't do it here in Warwick, but there, you know, you'd have to go upstate to do something like this. Maybe Sullivan County allows for it. I, I don't know. You have Sullivan, to check. yeah, Sullivan does, and Is I think that it where you, yeah, exactly. Okay. And I, you know, I think it depends where you know where you are. Um, but you know, it's 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 just an exciting time right now, just for all of that. You know, modular homes and even campers. I think coming out of the pandemic, you know, I, well, Christi, our own Christine Koenig has her her own little camper. It's phenomenal. I mean, you just kind of I have a fifth wheel, and I, if you asked me two years ago, hey Brenda, are you going to RV? I'll be like propane. What? Like you know, <laughs> like I'm like hooking things up, and I have to pull the you know, there's the black water and the gray water, and I'm like my kitchen's not working, and. My neighbor's like, Brenda, you have to pull the gray thing on the back. I'm like, so a lot of this is is learning trial by error, right? But <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an alternative way to live, right? It is, yeah, yeah. So, um, so what it what, what kind of tiny houses? Like, what did the one look like that you were in? 
um, super cute. It was basically like a cabin. And so you go in and there's just like this pull out trundle bed, you know, cause you have to compromise work with the space that you have, right? 101 mm-hmm. interior design. And, um, you know, not a kitchen. It's just basically like this small space, but I have to tell you the bathroom was pretty spacious. I was like, wow. Um, and there was a tiny coffee pot. Did they have a composting toilet? They did not. They okay. did not know. But I'm interested in that. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Because if you don't have a septic, if you don't have a real septic wherever you're going and you have this uh, composting toilet, yeah. I think it makes it easier to to use. I don't know. I don't know that much about it. That's why I'm interested in it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I th- think they have a full septic system. But, okay. Um, but lots of windows. And I think that that's really, you know, even when you just think about showing a house, you know, a single family, you know, ranch or a bi level, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. It's what's the first thing people notice they walk in, right? It's like, wow, lots of light, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, even when we do photographs for new listings, we want to make sure that there's light. So the, the, the house is showing nicely. This place had so many windows and it just gave the feeling like it was bigger. What were the dimensions? Can you? I have to, I mean, it was basically it, just, sure, but. no, but if I were to like eye it up, I mean, it was, I would say about 300 square feet all in, you know, like against the wall, there was like the kitchen sink. And then they had like, they made really good use of the space. They had like cabinets like up on the wall. So you're not like taking up the space. The TV's up on the wall high. There was a little table that like folds out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's, listen, at the end of the day, if you're if you're doing a short-term rental and you just need a place to yeah, crash. you don't need your place. You, you don't, don't need, need to store anything. You really anything. don't need much. It's not like you're hanging out there all day. Like if you're traveling, you're going to go like, do something, you know, like I was on mm-hmm. the trails, I was hiking and looking for really good tacos, you know? <laughs> um, so it was just, it was just so nice and self-check-in. It was just, it was just a really easy experience. Well, that's the the great thing about Airbnb, right? The yeah. whole self-check-in thing. I mean, you you do it, you rent your home out. So you, that's how you do it, right? I don't no, know. I've never I, actually rented an Airbnb myself. Oh, really? I meet and greet everybody. Do you? Um, oh, okay. Yeah. That's nice. I just, I don't know. You just want them to know. Yeah, I I think also, you know, like I used to rent my house out like year round and now I'm there. Like I now I don't open it up until the West Point grads and then I stop in like October. Because the, what I do is I go up to the campsite. Okay. Yeah, I pack up my brood of animals and, you know, and I'm up, you know. But uh <laughs> it's uh it's good. You know, you make you make it work, but mark my word, I am on a mission. I'm looking to buy land. Do you know anybody? Do you know any list- <laughs> any listings? You know anybody can help know, me find realtor. land? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for next year. That's going to be one of my goals is to, I don't know that I'll build it from scratch. I mm-hmm. might just like have a builder or buy it like prefab or something. The prefab thing seems like a great idea because so. you can then customize it. Like even these like, um, these prefab like giant sheds that you see, like yeah. you could take that and insulate it and make that into, um, you know, obviously have to follow whatever the building codes are for the area that right. you're in. Right. But you could really do some cool stuff with with that. Yeah, I think the customizing is really good. And and again, just making the analogy of like buying a house, right? A lot of times people will like do updates. Sometimes you're better off just listing the house as is as long as it's clean, right? And let the new people coming in make it to their taste level. Maybe they don't want granite. Maybe they like the old fashioned wood kitchen cabinetry. Like you just, you don't know what's going to appeal to some people and to others. So customizing is important, I think. Well, I've seen like in Greenwood Lake, you know, a lot of those older homes, those little bungalows have those wood knotty pine kind of walls and stuff. And that really adds to the character. I of, love it. Of yeah. the house. I mean, some people hate that, but 
in some cases, it's beautiful. It can be beautiful wood, and and I think that you, you know you um you you take away the character when you remove that, or you paint over it. In some cases, not all. Some yeah. of them you need to do something I mean, with, but I I definitely like that like rustic feel, especially if you're like backing up into the mountains, or if you're in like Indian Park or whatever. But um, actually, my downstairs it's really weird. My house is an arts and crafts house. It's 108 years old, mm-hmm. and the downstairs main bathroom, not the one in the back bedroom. They actually, they both have the piney wood and the back bedroom is all piney wood. So I kept that wood natural Mm -hmm. because it's nice when you get off the boat, you can just go in the back there to hop in the shower. It's kind of like the hang room, right? Mm -hmm. But my bathroom, I just, I was like, I kind of want to make it like a little bit mod, a little shabby chicish. So I distressed the wood. I did this yellow, two different tones of yellow. And Mm -hmm. I have this like really cool, and like it's where it looks like night and day. I'd mm-hmm. like to get a petite clawfoot tub in there, but yeah. So we started <laughs> we started that project and you know, because my my guy was like my friend, my guy. He's he's not my guy, but um he was like, Brenda, I don't know what's behind this wall over here. And I'm like, Well, what do you mean? And he's like, This is gonna we're gonna open up Pandora's box. I'm like, I'm not afraid of a challenge. And then I realized it was like April 15th. I'm like, I have my first Airbnb group coming in five weeks. Like this is no bueno. So I got I'll I'll do it over the winter. <laughs> <laughs> did you find the clawfoot tub yet? Well, I did, and that was the other thing I measured incorrectly because oh you know how with the especially the old like Holland, the original type ones, they've got that like overlap, the extra like inch or two around around the, the top. There's yeah. a comfort in the edge. So I just didn't account for that. And I'm like, well, it's petite, so it's petite, you know, but the width is okay, but then my new pedestal sink, it just wasn't working. So I have to like rethink. Meanwhile, I bought all the flooring and, you know, I painted, I did everything else, but I'm like, oh, gotta get, gotta get this 70s bathroom updated. <laughs> so I think we have to take another break. <laughs> we'll be right back. This is Christine Koenig with Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey for over 10 years, I focus my business on Orange, Passaic, and Sussex counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Hudson United Mortgage is the number one mortgage company specializing in residential loans in New York and New Jersey, where Mike Van Mansard is offering first-time home buyers low down payment options and a mortgage that saves you money and time. Licensed in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, Mike Van Mansard will patiently walk you through the maze of applying for a mortgage and is available for all your questions. Call Mike Van Mansard now to set up an appointment or for more information, contact Mike at Hudson mortgage.com. This is attorney Bob Kruhulik of the law firm Beatty and Kruhulik, the lawyer guy. Tune in every Tuesday at 12 noon for the latest legal advice and tips. We're taking calls and giving answers to all your legal questions. That's every Tuesday at 12 noon on radio worth listening to. Hey everybody, this is Stephen Baldwin, urging you to be a part of WTBQ's annual Toys for the Military Tots Drive. The recipients are both children of disabled American veterans, reserve active airmen, and Marines. Please participate by donating one unwrapped toy for ages baby to 12 years old. Our military parents sacrifice so much so we are safe to enjoy the holidays with our families. 
Get out there, spread the word, have a happy holiday, and God bless. Drop off new toys at Michael Sweeten's office in Warwick. WTBQ GHT Weather. A few lingering showers this morning, turning to a flurry this afternoon. Temperatures around the upper 40s this morning, falling through the low 40s and 30s by evening. Tonight, partly cloudy skies with a few flurries around, low into the low 20s and windy. Tomorrow, look for a mix of sun and clouds, a couple of flurries or a snow shower, highs in the mid-30s. Clear and cold tomorrow night with a low around 20. And on Wednesday, look for sunshine with a few clouds, a little bit warmer in the low 40s. I'm WeatherWorks' Tony Salimo. I'm gonna make this place your home. We're back with The Real Real Estate Show. This is Grace Warren from Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and I'm here with... Brenda Wiley, Howard Hanna Rand Realty. And you're listening to WTVQ Radio Worth Listening To, our phone number 845-651-1110 if you'd like to give us a call. We are, we were talking about tiny houses and... Brenda's uh, Airbnb and what she's been doing in her house. And that's like, you know, we we all are doing something in our house. I actually just, I, I didn't bring this up, but I will do it. Somebody in the office helped me paint my kitchen. So oh, I nice. rather have paid her than somebody else to do it. And I did it with her and it, it was a mess, not not because she did it. It was a mess because I have so much stuff in my kitchen and I had to move everything out of it. And, you know, we were, tr- you know, transitioning from fall to Christmas and I'm crazy like that. But, uh, and then my husband walks in at the end of the day when he sees it and he goes, it looks just the same. <laughs> oh no. Well, because I painted it the same color. I just wanted to freshen it up. Oh. So I was looking into that. Like how often do people paint their kitchens, right? And, you know, he thinks you paint it once and you never have to paint it again. But most people paint their kitchens about every four and a half years. Did you know that? No. How uh, did you, did you I just Google Googled that? And yeah. that came up. So I was like, and then- I didn't even remember when we painted our kitchen, but when I went to buy the paint, the guy at the paint store saw the old paint and I wanted to match the color. And he goes, oh, that paint was from about eight and a half years ago. They changed the, oh, wow. they changed the name what of color the color. Is it? it's, a, it's a light, like buttery yellow color because mm-hmm. my cabinets are like a, a, a glazed white, like painted yellowy butter. I, I say yellow, but it's not really yellow. It's like, it's like off, a cream. It's, but, like a it's, soft- it's buttery. I, I yeah. want to say it's like, it's the color of butter. Okay. So anyway, hmm. it was eight and a half years ago that I had painted it. And I ha- I said to my husband, I'm like, Joe, it was eight and a half years ago. Like, of course we have to paint again. Like it looks, it looks dingy. It, it you know, it's a kitchen. There's, you know, right. We the cook cooking lot. and yeah. 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 But anyway, it looks nice and clean. And and thank you to Brooke who helped me paint it. I don't know if you're listening, Brooke, but it, w- it was great. So that was my home improvement project. <laughs> Not anything like your, your bathroom project that's yeah. about to happen, but yeah. <laughs> we may be doing that as well. Because our house now is 20 years old. And, you know, once you get into a house that's 20 years old, things need to get done, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, just in, in general, when it rains and pour, it pours, right, the joys of home ownership, I had to have an emergency plumber situation Did this you? past weekend because I, I had a bunch of friends over for Friendsgiving. And the drain pipe attached to the kitchen, I'm like... The drain I, from the sink? The, the Well, it's one whole thing, but actually the one in the basement 
that's connected from the sink in the kitchen. So I went down to t- swap out the laundry, which now the dryer's broken. I mean, it's like one thing after another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I said, oh gosh, I have to call. I have to call them because there's no way that I'm going to be able to do all these dishes. You know, an older home. I can't, it wasn't I draining? It, wa- it was draining, but it was just dripping into the basement. Oh. You know, and I have like the rescue cats right. and, and I'm like, this is banana. So he came and fixed it a thousand dollars later, you know, and it is what it is. Yeah. I so. mean, in the past year we had to buy, like I have replaced every one of my appliances in the past like couple of years. Yeah. I had to get a new stove. I got a new dishwasher. I have a new refrigerator. The only thing I haven't replaced in the past like three years is our dryer. But I had to get a washing machine too. So I'm sure I'm going to need a dryer at some point. Yeah. Well, I can take your dryer and then you can buy a brand new dryer. <laughs> How does that sound? Wheeling and dealing. That's funny. Um, so anyway, we back to what we were talking about, tiny houses and, and purchasing land to put the tiny houses on. So land is always a thing. Yeah. People don't understand land. Yeah. And um, I think a lot of agents don't understand land because there's so much to it. Yeah, there's a lot of nuances, I think, you know, it's it's very different from being, let's say, in, you know, in, in New York City or buying a lot or buying a building, you know, there's just so much more involved when you're, you know, upstate, just everything and anything. So we have uh, some, some, well, I have some questions for you, because you've actually I hope I can answer land them. listings, you mentioned you were walking around and you know, what are some of the do's and don'ts for like somebody new coming to the table saying, listen, I, I want to buy land. Like, do you uncover like, well, what is your goal for the land? Like, yes. You know, that's the first thing you really need to do is know what a person wants to do with the land. Because if you don't know that, right, you know, so there are lands have limitations and they there's different zonings and zoning in different towns. There's, you know, you can have one same town and have zoning that's different in different areas. So you really need to know what what someone's going to do. What their goal is. House, yeah. it's a commercial um, situation. You know, it, do they want to have a farm? Do they, Whatever it is, right. you need Mixed to know Mixed use, that. you know, agriculture is different, different zoning. If I think. you want property that you're going to use to ride a quad on, if you want property that you want to have animals on, like all these things you need, you sort of need to know ahead of time. Yeah. So it really would benefit somebody to work with an agent. I mean, I think that's I think definitely so. the number one do because, you know, you, you don't necessarily know what you're getting into. And, and the person that's selling the land, you know, maybe maybe they have some information, you know, maybe there's a, a, a wetland nearby. Sometimes the people that own the land don't really know anything about the land. That's true. You know, um, in, in some cases you may have land that's been in, in a family for many, many years and, and now their children are dealing with trying to sell it or whatever. They may not know anything about the land. Yeah. Especially if it's just been vacant and it's been sitting there for decades, you know, you just don't well, it's know. It's been sitting there forever. Right. 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 <laughs> it's forever. It needs, it needs some TLC. Um, so another thing too, when you're looking to buy land or considering to, to sell, you know, you want to make sure that, um, you know, what are the, what are your finances? You know, it's not, my understanding is that, you know, you can't get a typical loan. There's a special financing, right? There's not a lot of, uh, commercial banks that do, um, land loans. Mm-hmm. Um, typically if you're going to build a house on it and you're going to get a construction loan, you buy the the land first, and that is sort of like your down payment. So, for instance, I, I'll just speak about myself. 
when I when I built my house, we paid for our land in cash, and then that was like our twenty percent down or twenty five percent down of what the value of our house was going to be. So it was like your down payment. Okay. So the, a bank really wants to see that you own the land before they're going to give you a loan to build a house. Interesting. So really, but ca- the, it seems like cash. Of, yeah, there's right? a couple of, there's some local banks that will do a land loan. So it's not completely out of the question, but it's not a typical, it's not a typical loan. Yeah, I, I know that for me, you know, in, in working with people looking to do this, I've run into that where I've, you know, referred them to, you know, Mike, and he's like, you know, unfortunately, we don't handle this and he would like refer it out. But I was like, wow, this you know, is like a little a, bit more yeah, challenging. Like a bank, like um, a Walden Savings Bank or Ulster Savings Local. Banks, mm-hmm. those um, would probably do a land loan. Yeah, And I don't think the term is, is as long as, I haven't done one in a while. So I don't think the term would be as long as a, like a 30 year mortgage. Right, maybe it's that. 15 or 20 I or something I think it's even like less that. than that. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you think about it too, you, you know, $80,000 or set or $100,000, right? Versus mm-hmm. a $500,000 mm-hmm. home, you know. You, and it's really hard to even find a, like around in Orange County to find a lot that's $80,000. Right, exactly. Got to gotta go up, upstate, as I say. <laughs> um, you know, and upstate, I mean, I, I was speaking to an agent upstate in uh, Del- Delaware County, and I was actually really surprised about what's happening over there as well with the price of land. It's it's all increased, right? Yeah. Everybody's everybody's moving up, you know, whether they're looking to build a home mm-hmm. or make an investment mm-hmm. or maybe they don't know what they want to do, or maybe like what you said, they just wanna play on their quads and, you know, hunt and 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 another thing, and I don't know uh, I'm gonna wait for your questions and then I'll add this. Okay. I have some questions. And uh, another big tip and, and again, this is why the importance of, you know, working with an agent, a buyer's agent, <clears throat> you wanna make sure that Two things. One, you don't want to skip the environmental test. That's really important because sometimes what you've, what's been informed to you or what's in the listing, it may or may not be accurate. And you also want to make sure uh, to, to get the survey and do your own independent survey because you just don't know. There could be an encroachment. There could be you know another issue or like what You have lands. to have a survey. Like yeah. I can't even imagine buying a piece of land without it. And, and you know, some of these pieces of land that haven't sold for 20 or 30 years may not even have a survey. And if they do, they're so outdated at this point because yeah. like you said, there could be an encroachment from a neighbor or you know, maybe something was done to the land that wasn't like that before. So yeah, yeah that's really important. And the environmental test, you know, the the percolation, making sure that you can set up, you know, a sewage system, a septic, you know, what is the distance between from the street to get, you know, water and a well and how what if is you the could dis- even get municipal if water? If you could even get municipal water, which I feel like in general with land, it's it's usually not. It's usually a well, no, depending not, how far yeah, back. Yeah, unless you're in in a in a village yeah. um, environment, you probably are going to have to put a well in, and mm-hmm. and that requires an engineer to um, to to do the land, and then that that's the difference between raw land and, and an engineer and an engineered lot. Um, lot. So you have. A land that doesn't maybe even have a survey, doesn't have any um, septic plan for it or well plan or any of that. All that has to be thought out before you before you even begin right. to build. So that is that what we would call the value of the property. Right, exactly. So that's what we would call raw land that doesn't have anything, any of that, any, any, of that. any of the engineering. Done. Right. And I think it's important. I, I was working with a couple and they found the perfect um, piece of property actually in, in Greenwood Lake. They wanted to build and put their modular home. And 
we did the perk test. Yeah. And Houston, we had a problem. The drainage there, it, it just wasn't going to work. Um, right. And, and a percolation test is usually the first thing that you'll do because mm-hmm. if you can't get a perk, and let me, I guess, you know, I'm not an engineer, so I can't, you know, maybe I'm not going to explain it right, but basically it's how the, the, the earth drains the water. Yeah. So if you're going to have a septic, when you when you you're building a septic you have a leach field and then the affluent goes into it and then it percolates into the ground and if it can't do that yeah that's a problem because now either you're going to have to put a very expensive above ground septic in or mm-hmm. it's, it may not be worth it or the what is it the aerobic system yeah there's a ro- there's a lot of different yeah. systems that you can that you can put in there's an elgin system there's um the a lot of uh, in greenwood lake they have a lot of above ground yeah septics but, um, you know, it's rocky, in, in particular in Greenwood Lake. And that's, you know, part of the, the That's issue. part of it. Yeah, yeah, there's no place for the water to go. And then there's also issues like you might have clay soil. And then mm-hmm. you may, on a specific piece of property, you could have clay in one area and then percolating soil in another. Right. So, like, I'll use my own home for an example. Part of my property is clay. And there it was difficult to find a place to put the septic in. So our septic is pretty far from our house. We actually have to have it pumped up to where the septic field is. So that requires a different sort of system where I have a pit with a tank with a um I have a tank where mm-hmm. the septic goes first and the the you know waste stays there until you pump it and then the uh, the water gets goes into another pit that has a pump and then the pump uh pumps it up to a septic leach field. Oh, so you have almost like a holding tank system that kind of filters everything. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit more complicated, was more expensive to put in, um, but it works and we haven't had a problem. I do have to change the pump out about every five years. Mm-hmm. Um, we have an alarm on the system that tells me, oh, your your pump's not working. So you- Oh, only, that's great. And then you open up the pit and you have to have somebody, and you know, if you- pay somebody to go in there and install the pump. I mean, in my case, my husband does this because this is one of the, his, the things he can do. So yeah. he, he will do it. Um, but it's, it, it can be, um, you know, that's yeah. just one type of septic. So we have to, God, now we went off on a tangent on septics. We'll, we'll be right back. <laughs> we're taking another break. This is Rachel Heiss, branch manager of Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Right now is a great time to buy or sell. Buyers can take advantage of historically low interest rates and sellers can get top dollar for their home in this high demand market. Our agents utilize the most innovative tools and market knowledge to help you achieve your real estate goals. Give us a call at 845-986-4848. At Howard Hanna Rand Realty, home happens here. O'Keefe & McCann is the only law firm for all your real estate transactions. Founding partner William O'Keefe will patiently guide you through every step, whether you're buying or selling property, commercial or residential, from the first meeting to the closing. O'Keefe & McCann earned their top rating due to their impeccable attention to detail, their dedication to a smooth closing, and the pride they take in their clients' complete satisfaction. They are with you throughout the entire process, ensuring a successful outcome. For the finest real estate attorney, visit omlawteam.com. Hi, this is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Howard Hanna Rand Realty for more than 20 years. And I'm ready to hear your wants and needs. And then I will help you fulfill your goals. 
As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well. And whether you're a buyer or seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com, and let's get together. Are you a foodie, a wine connoisseur, or love both? Then join the conversation every Thursday at 11 a.m. with Stephen Keeter and his renowned guests, restaurateurs, chefs, and sommeliers on Food for Thought, right here on Radio Worth Listening To. Hi, this is David Dirks, the host of the Dirks Outdoor Show. Call in as we discuss everything for the outdoor sportsman every Saturday at 7 a.m. Radio worth listening to. WTVQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. We're back with the Real Real Estate Show. This is Grace Warren from Howard Hannah Rand Realty and Brenda Wiley, Howard Hannah Rand Realty. So we were. I don't know. We got off on septics, but um, we were really talking about land. Yeah. Well, anyway, so get those tests done. Get those environmental tests done and and make sure that, you know, before you make this investment that you can do what it is you're looking to do. Um, I, I, we, I've heard of, um, I won't say anything about where it is, but uh, one person that I know that has a, has land and they found like lead in the soil. Oh, so that's kind of, um, that can be kind of an issue. Too. And yeah, that's I don't not something even, you would normally test for, but well, how would you even like mitigate something like that? I mean, you, you, have, to take, you have to remove the soil. Oh my gosh, that's an undertaking. Figure out, you know, you maybe figure out where the lead came from. You know, that's it's the it's source. Complicated. Right. I mean, the other thing um, people right now are talking about when it comes to environmental are those PFOBs. Mm-hmm. P- yeah, yeah. I don't know too P- much about. Well, PFOS, PFOS, not PFOS. Okay, PFOS. But that's um, that's a whole other thing. And I was actually thinking about getting somebody on the um the rate on the show that can talk about that yeah but anyway it's an engineer's nightmare apparently because there's really not that much you can do Uh-oh. and it's very expensive to to, to mitigate and no that, bueno yeah and that's coming from things like um uh, the stuff that the firemen use in uh, to put out fires mm-hmm. uh, like there's a whole issue in newburgh new windsor area where the there's a, a, a reservoir there and that water was contaminated with this stuff and it's like really bad. It's wow. Really toxic. Bad it's toxic. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so a couple of other tips and, and I think this is just a good general sort of one Oh one when you're looking to, to buy anything. Don't talk to the neighbors because let me tell you something, <laughs> the neighbors, they don't want you building your house. They want to look out on those pretty maple trees and those chestnuts. They're not interested in having your cars pulling in and your kids screaming and crying, your dogs barking, just, you know, be careful because a lot of times what you hear, it, it may not they always, may not it may not be truth. accurate. Right. right. Yeah. So that's just a little tip. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, the towns are your best resources for information, I think, because they'll be able to tell you more about what's allowed there and what's not allowed there. Right. And, right. You know, what the zoning is and that sort of thing. And then your agent can help you with that, obviously. Exactly. And and that brings us we to- we know our, how to do that. Yes, exactly. And, you know, and that brings us to our next thing. You know, don't assume that you can have the property rezoned, you know. Oh, maybe you, you more than likely can't. Right, right. You know, oh, I'll go to the board and I'll get a variance. And, you know, it's, things you might don't be able always to get a variance out. for certain things, certain but- things. But not, right. you're not going to get it rezoned. Probably. Right. More than likely, that's not going to happen. So I think it's important just to, you know, think, work with a good agent that can really, you know, support, you know, what the goal is for your land purchase and make sure that, you know, if you're going to do that, 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 that every, all the boxes are checked off. Um, trying to think what else. 
Oh, the utilities and road access, very important as well. So depending how far back you are, you know, a driveway, an easement, is there a neighboring property? So those are all things you want to take into consideration Mm -hmm. as well. If it's a private road, Mm -hmm. and who's going to maintain that private road? Is there a maintenance agreement? What would that entail? Um, so that's that's kind of my 101 on land. <laughs> yeah, well, it was, it was good. It was, it's a good refresher. And I know we've spoken about it before, but, you know, uh, it's always good to uh, to go over it again because I'm not sure that, you know, unless it's something that's in your mind at the moment, you, you don't necessarily remember it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, I just think because we have this inventory issue with houses, you know, I it seems to be a little bit of a trend that I'm seeing where I just want to buy land and I'm just going to build something. Yeah. Or, and, and it's hard. There's not a lot of, not a lot of lots in the area available. Right. Um, and then, and then the problem is too, that the lot prices are so high that, you know, you have to, you know, you're going to put a, an expensive house probably on it just because you're paying a lot for the lot. And, you know, maybe that's not what you can afford to do. And then, you know, it's, there's, there's so much to it. Right. But, um, while we are, I guess we're kind of done with that. Why don't we just go over what the stats are for the week? Yep. All right. So right now in Orange County, we have currently 869 houses available for sale. Wow. Under a thousand. Yeah. yeah. Active in Warwick right now is 101. Mm-hmm. Um, pending in Orange County, 950. And pending in Warwick is 112. So that's that's what's under contract. Yeah, right now. Uh, and then there's uh, the the new. I keep calling it the new status, which is temporarily off the market. T O M. Yeah. So <laughs> that uh, and what that is is any home that has an accepted offer and they're no longer showing it. It hasn't gone to contract yet, but they're no longer showing it. So that's a status we have to use now in MLS. In Orange County, that's 311. So about a third of the what's pending. on the market is, yeah. is um, and the pending, and the is, pending. is yeah. what's um, what's temporarily off the market. And then 34 in Warwick, mm-hmm. town of Warwick. And then sold in the last 90 days, uh, 1,172 in Orange County and 131 in Warwick. So we have about, uh, we have less than a three month supply of inventory in the yeah. county and in Warwick. So it's it's general all through, I think, um, Orange County. Yeah. Well, I think what's interesting about those stats is the pending in contract higher than what's currently available for sale. Yeah. So, you know, that that tells you a, a little bit of a story, right? You know, um, I have two deals that both on the list side that are just lingering and, you know, we're waiting to be clear to close. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I do too. And, and it's sort of like why, what's happening with these listings? Why is it taking so long mm-hmm. to close? There's so many different reasons. Every, every, every deal's different. deal is different, mm-hmm. but it, you know, it could be attorneys just being busy, uh, title reports not coming back. Mm-hmm. The mortgages aren't getting through yet. Encroachments. <laughs> you know, some kind of an issue, can't get a survey done. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I typically will tell people to, to, you know, some people don't want to do a survey because they don't want to pay the money, but I think it's, really important to have a survey. Yeah. Well, I think if you're in no a matter position, what kind of, whether it's, you know, I'm not talking about just land, I'm talking about a house. I, I agreed. And, and I think that, you know, for those of you that are fortunate in getting appraisals waived, right, you know, use that money and put that towards the survey, you know, um, that is, that's I a think, great I, idea, I, I actually very important. Because yeah, and, and that's taking a little bit of time too, because the surveyors are busy. Mm hmm. 
Um, but you know, I, I definitely recommend that you have a survey done. Um, then also just wanted to, I guess, toot Rand's horn a little bit here because. So we are um, number one in uh, listings sold right now in pretty much every uh, area of Warwick, Orange County, um, the um, Warwick, Greenwood Lake, Florida. We have, you know, number one. And I just want to kind of want to put that out there because the next closest after us is, um, you know, they have quite a bit less than what we do. So it's just, you know, just wanted to toot that horn there. Yeah. Well, I think that's important. You know, we, I, I'm, I love where I work. <laughs> so do I. That's why. And I've I work with great so people like you. And you. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so we're, we're also, we're trying to support some uh, different charities and Howard Hanna Rand Realty. They, and it's not just Howard Hanna Rand, Howard Hanna, the, the big picture, the entity, yeah. they are supporting um, children's hospitals across the, um, the areas that they are in. Mm-hmm. And in our area, we are supporting the one in Westchester, the Maria Ferrara mm-hmm. um, Children's Hospital. And we have a goal from each of our offices to come up with a thousand dollars and you know however we we're going to do it i think one of the things we're going to do is a walk we yeah. haven't really gotten i don't know if we have a date for that yet but it's going to be before the end of the year and if anybody would like to donate to that you can go over to our um our website or you can call us or whatever and, and donate that but we'll be putting some stuff out on social media but it's a you know when they talked about it at first and said that they were supporting children's hospitals, like that's great, but we didn't have a local one that we were supporting because yeah. we're so new to Howard Hanna, but now we are the one in Westchester. And I know, I personally know people that have had their babies there who have brought children there for whatever reason. And it's a wonderful, wonderful hospital for children. I don't know, have you ever, you've probably been to Westchester Medical before. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's very, within, very it's familiar. Within and I have a, a very good friend actually is a, a nurse over there too. Yeah, so. my my um, nephew's son was was uh, born there when his mother went into, um, she went into labor mm-hmm. early. She was like six and a half months pregnant and her water broke and they had, they went, they were at Catskill Regional and then they had to set, you know, for the fly her to yeah. um, to Westchester, and her son was there, or his their son was there for um, a couple of months until he was old enough and strong enough to, to leave. But kids are the smartest kid ever now. Wow. Um, but it, it's it was a it was a good experience. They they really are 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 great there. The other thing that we're doing is we have um, a new initiative called Socks for Seniors, and we're collecting in our office. Um, some things for Mount Alverno and, um, what's the other place called? Uh, I can never think of it. Mount Alverno and, oh, Shavir, I'm sorry. And some of the things that we are collecting are socks, shawls, throw blankets, toiletries, puzzle books. Those are just some of the things, any Mm -hmm. little things for us to bring over there for Christmas for these seniors that are in these places. So if any of you'd like to donate, that'd be wonderful. Drop it off at our office. Give us a call. We'll come pick it up. Whatever you want to do. we'll make it work. We're happy to help to do Mm -hmm. that. And I just think that that's such a great thing. I think sometimes people forget about. Forget, yeah. Forget about that. They Mm -hmm. don't have, you know, some people may not have a lot of visitors or Mm -hmm. gifts or whatever. So just trying to make the holiday special for everybody. But we're pretty much out of 
time, Brenda. Oh, wow. And I think we <laughs> talked really fast. Well, I, I'm so sorry, everyone. I did have a full cup so of coffee. Much in, so. so much information in, uh, you know, and we just don't have, we never have enough time. But thank you so much for listening. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Enjoy your families. Enjoy your home this week. And we'll be back next Monday. Thank Take you. care, everybody. Bye.